Oh, Isaac. What up, man? What's really going on <laughs> in the world of professional tennis these days? Yeah, yeah. as far as professional tennis goes, <laughs> you know, uh, <laughs> things are, I thought things were crazy. I actually thought things were crazy. What's good? What's happening? Um, you know, and, and they were pretty crazy. Um, you know, uh, pre, you know, pre, yeah. So, of course, we know. <laughs> Apparently, Ash Barty was listening to Brothers on Tennis the other week and was like, you know what, <laughs> Isaac, you're getting a little bit too hyped because you're right. talking about I'm going to win a Grand Slam this year or Calendar Slam. Oh. And, and my mind is further further from the truth. I, I'm out. I'm, I'm trying to do some other things. And so, Bryce, first and foremost, the Ash Barty announcement floored me because, again, as you and I were talking on the last the last time we were on, my whole prediction was literally that if Ash Barty dedicates herself in 2022, she has the possibility of getting a calendar slam. Right. Right. And next thing we hear, Ash Barty's like, deuces, I'm out. What what did you what how did you how did that come to how, how, yeah how did you do because <laughs> you can see how I dealt with it right. I was confused well you know what when I heard the announcement of course I was surprised because who retires when you're holding two of the four majors you've been number one for the last two years right you've been holding that. Uh, you ain't ain't nobody really got your number on the court. Correct. I mean, ain't you, you win it right. You win in the match. Retirement was the last thing that I was thinking. And then you think about her age, right? Twenty five. Twenty five. Yeah. Right. So I was initially very shocked, but it did not take me long to get to. I get it because when you start to think about the person. This was very consistent with what we've known about Ash Barty. We right. know that she likes to be home, which yep. is in Australia. Yep. We know the majority of the professional tour is outside of Australia. Correct. You know, uh, we know that she's looking at trying to get a family started. You know, that's tough. And when she broke it down and she was like, you know, Wimbledon was the title I always wanted to win. Right. Check. Got that. You know, she yep. had been number one. It wasn't like a fluke number one, right? No, no, dominant. Held it down, right? So check for that. And then the cherry on the top was winning the Australian, your home country tournament, which nobody had done since a, a bazillion years, <laughs> you know, before. Yeah. It was just kind of like the only thing that was left for her to do, well, minus your prediction of winning, because she had won three of the four majors. Right. Uh, I do agree with you. I, I thought if anyone had an opportunity to win the Grand Slam. It, it was definitely her. But I think maybe in her mind, it was just like, the only thing that was left for me is to just do the stuff I've already done over again. Just over again, right, right. And and one thing that we know about Ash Barty is that she has other interests outside of tennis. Ten right. So many of those tennis players, tennis is their whole entire life. Right. Right. Uh, and I see a person asking, did she win the gold? She did not, but that may not have been important to her. But she got a medal in the Olympics. She did. So you know, she got it in doubles, but still she has an Olympic medal. And that right. to me maybe checked her box and was like, mm -hmm. I'm good there too. I exactly. mean, hey, you know, Fed got a gold, but it's in doubles. You know what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. it's, it's all a matter of, you know, the context of what the person is seeing it in. Right. And yes. Um, so to uh, in soulful and soul fitness or whatever, yeah. to your point. Um, yes. She's made enough money to do whatever she wants to do for the rest of her life. She is going to be because of winning the Australian Open. She is now a national hero. Correct. Right. So she ain't gonna pay for nothing in Australia. <laughs> you know, her money gonna go real long. Real okay. long. She got the bags for long. Right. The yeah. bags will stretch forever. Stretch. So, 
You know, I mean, we're hearing this from her. We've and, and although I don't always like to quote this individual, but you know, the way Nick Kyrgios has been talking is like, look, I have what defines happiness for me. Don't yeah. put you guys, the press, the media, right. everybody else, don't y'all put on me what I gotta do that makes me successful. Because the way I look at it, I'm already successful. And, and I'm that's good. true. That's and, true. And he is. Yeah, he yeah. is. He really so, is. So I think, and you know what? Maybe it's not, maybe it is, I don't know what you call it, uh, a coincidence, but they're both Australian, Yeah. right? Yeah. It could very much be a mindset, you know, look, we've been down to Australia. It, yeah. We know how they are down there. I mean, mm-hmm. they're cool, laid back, you know? Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I, it's, it's, uh, yeah. I agree with you. I just think that, again, it was a surprise, but at the same time, it's kind of like what you just said. When you really think about it, it's like, meh, this is Ash. This is kind of how she does things. You know, she stepped away from the game before when she was like, you know, hey, I'm, you know, I'm kind of feeling burnt out. I want to do something different. She did that. And honestly, at 25, seeing where players are these days as it relates to tennis, and knowing knowing just how athletic she is, Ash right. Barty could come back in about five six years and still work it out on these courts. Right. So it's not to say that she honestly will be gone forever. I just think right. she's gone for the short term. I think for the next one to two, two to three, she she's gone. She's like I'm I'm done with tennis. Blah blah blah. But I think as all of us knows. You know, because it happens. Sometimes mm-hmm. you play a sport and you just get tired and you yeah. want to do different things. I, you know, again, Bryce and I, we're both bowlers. We both do other different things and it comes and goes. It's all about the mm-hmm. wave. Sometimes you're into it. Other times it's mm-hmm. like, I'm good. So right. I feel like this will likely be kind of her path is that she made that that fire may get rekindled. And I, I'd say maybe by, by the time she's around 30 and she may decide to come back. But even if she doesn't, that's okay too. She, Look, you know, hey, we know she's a lot for the Hall of Fame. Show sure enough, three yep. times, three, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, and really four when you put in the whole number one piece. Correct. You know, Correct. so I mean, she got it unlocked. She good. Yeah, and and but let me tell you what it does do. To me, it actually adds some excitement to the women's tour. Correct. Right, because Correct. now. You had a clear number one, right? Nobody questioned. Right. You know, at one point it was like, "Hey, is it Barty? Is it Osaka?" Yeah, it's Barty. It's right? Barty. Yeah. So when you take the top off, mm-hmm. now there becomes like, okay, there's this battle now for who's going to be at the top, and 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 first person up is Fiatek, mm-hmm. and she looking like, you know what? This was meant to be. I'm ready. I'm ready to embrace this, right? <laughs> right. Right. I mean, she's right. coming out there swinging. I mean, and she has been looking like a number one contender. I have to tell you, Coco Golf will testify. She sure can. <laughs> <laughs> she sure can because she took her and yanked her around a good bit. <laughs> <laughs> you y'all know we love Coco, but when you say overmatched, yeah, yeah, she she swung on her today. Oh, yeah, overmatched. But you know, but Osaka's looking good again. Osaka, now see that to me is the one. Although the unfortunate thing is Osaka, unlike Sviatek, has kind of still those gaps as it relates to clay and grass. Right. I think Sviatek is actually because we always didn't see because she won the French. Um, right. But I actually think that she will do well on grass as well. So to me, she's turning into an all-court player. Right. So if she gets number one, it's going to be hard wrestling that one away from her, I believe. I mean, I think that there are a couple ladies that would be able to do it. Mm-hmm. But but to me, she's looking like the strongest right now, if I'm being right. honest with you. Yeah. And I, I tell you what, Bedosa, Bedosa. is be right there. Bedosa <laughs> about to be two. right that's my number. Medosa is like, listen, sis, I'm coming. I'm coming after you. Don't get it twisted, right? Yeah, Medosa right. is serious about this, bro. Because see, to me, like you were saying, Medosa and Sviatek, to me, they both have their 
they both have that all court game and their right. mind is good. They mental is right. right. That's what you can't say about, again, your Sabalenka's, your Sakari, even your Krachikova, because she'd be in doubles mm -hmm. land sometimes. And, you know, it's just, just <laughs> they, each of them got their little thing that they just need to work through. But right. with Badosa and, and with Sviatek, I think they are very clear. And I honestly right. see the two of them being the ones battling for one and two over the next right. year. I really do. But how about you? Right. What are you thinking? Totally agree with you. But then, like we mentioned, I think you have the Osaka X Factor. Correct. Correct. And she could be the spoiler on the two hardcore majors. Correct. Correct. Uh, and look, we've always said, we hope that Osaka starts to, you know, over a number of years, you know, build her confidence on the grass and on the clay, mm -hmm. you know, and, and hopefully Wim Facet is working on strategies for her so that she can be more effective on those surfaces. Right. But you think about it, the majority of the professional tennis year is on hard courts. Right. So when and you talk about the 1000 levels and all that, Mm -hmm. I think Osaka's going to be in the mix as well. Well, and, and, and Bryce, Osaka's been number one, right? Right. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. in truth, I, I wonder how much of a priority that really is for her anyway. You know what I'm saying? Because it could be one of those been there, done that. I'm just going to collect Grand Slams. Y'all right. can battle. She can, she'd be like, Bedosa and, and Iga, y'all going to get your battle on. But right. when it comes to the Australian and the U.S. Open, know that y'all got a scrap in front of you if you think you're going to come and get my titles. Right. And you know what, Isaac, you bring up, you know, a good point. Maybe this is even less pressure for her. You know, if I mean, if she can sit there and ride in that number three spot and if, just, you know, get up there and snag one here and there where she needs to. Exactly. Because she's already got the big bags. Exactly. She got big, you know. big bags. She got bags. <laughs> Hell, you talk about Barty got some bad. No, 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 no. Ain't nobody got bad. Ain't nobody like got, got bad. Thank you. <laughs> so Osaka's like, shoot, I ain't, get the I ain't got to be number one. I'll be number right. three. I'll be if number four. I'll be happy. Get me right. on the hard court. And honestly, Bryce, even this week, when you've seen her in interviews and everything, she seems more upbeat. Mm -hmm. She seems more kind of engaged. Like, you know, like, like she's not as stressed. And right, we've, we've seen her before. Right, Stacy, under the radar. Yeah, under the I radar. Think, exactly, Stacy. So uh, I'm liking what I'm seeing for 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 Osaka. To be honest with you, I don't mm -hmm. think that number one really is a goal of hers anymore. I think she just wants to pick pick up them Grand Slams. Right. Of course, all, you know any of the bags that she can get is great, but she got right. enough. But mm -hmm. I honestly think, like we were saying, Iga and Paula Bedosa will be the two. Oh, let us not forget. Let me put a third one in there. Do not forget Annette Contivate. Contivate, yeah. she may have a little dip right now, but don't, you know, we can't sleep on Contivate, especially after she done done what she's done. Well, I was going to say, actually, there's a whole bucket of players that right. you can dip into that on any given day, they don't want to see. Danielle right. Collins, Jessica Pagula, you know, if Sloan is focused and, right. and wants to play. Uh, right. Sabalenka is keeping them in, you know. Uh, <laughs> You're right. You know, I, I'm serious. And yeah. if, you know, if you get cut up by Jabur, you know, right. It's, right. It's, it's a lot of players out there that can get, I mean, Rabakina is showing some consistency now, you know. Yeah. Um, it, Funny enough, with them, though, right now, just based on it, though, I can still consider mm. them to be like a little like a B level. My oh, A yeah. level is it right. It's like you said, right now, if you put as far as their their skill set, their mental, mm -hmm. I would put those three ladies. I would have robot. I mean, I would have a Badosa. I'd have Ega, of course. Mm -hmm. And I and I would put um, 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 Contivate in there. And I think mm -hmm. the other ladies are sort of that that B, but they have mm -hmm. the opportunity to jump to that A if they kind of correct, course correct, if you will, a few right. little things. And, and you know, I'm not even saying that they jump to the A. I'm just saying from tournament to tournament, these are oh, people yeah. that the people that are in the A group can't overlook. Correct. You know, you don't correct. want a situation where your A group just mows over the rest of the field every single week. Right. And I think there's a good 10 women that yeah. every single week, yeah. they, gotta they, they got to bring their top games to, to beat, you yeah. know? You're right. You're right. Oh, we didn't mention Coco. And, exactly. You know? I, <laughs> but 
Yeah, you're so right, bro. Good, so good, good on the women's game. Yeah, yeah. So I, let's. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. Go ahead, Bryce. Good. No, you're good. You're good. Oh, I was just gonna say. So if we're good with the women's tour. We've got two more topics we want to talk about today. <laughs> and we know we need to make a lot of time for one. <laughs> right. So let's go ahead and let's get the smaller topic in first before we get to the big boy. Yeah. All right. So what is really going on with people losing their minds, breaking the rackets, throwing their rackets, trying to hit ball kids, <laughs> umpires, you know, what's, what's going on? I mean... I, I I I need you to help me understand it, bro, because it seems like folks are just losing their mind on the tennis court. It's like they just doing all this craziness, and um, I I I I don't know, bro. I, I just I don't. I think I, you know we was up on Zverev so hard for the chair umpire thing, and apparently everybody done kind of got they you know, they mind just is is crazy. It's a little crazy right now, right? Um, you know, I've been, you know, you're seeing everybody breaking records and throwing stuff everywhere. And I, I have to be honest with you, bro, because, you know, we had an opportunity to meet this young man back um, just a couple months, uh, just about a couple weeks ago, in fact. And that was Jensen Brooksby. And, and y'all, let us just say, he is one of the nicest young men that we have we have ever met. He is just a very nice humble kid. So seeing that whole thing right. <laughs> that happened uh -huh. with him was quite shocking for me. Right. It, uh -huh. it, it really was because that's so uncharacteristic and it just didn't make any sense whatsoever. Um, but like you, we talked about Bryson, like you were saying, he to me at least seemed the most apologetic about it after uh -huh. he really had an opportunity to step back and realize just how off the chain he was. Right, um, right. And got up on the TV, you know, right on the telecast after the match and was like, I just really want to apologize for my actions and da 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 da. And, and I, I felt like this wasn't something. And again, maybe it's just because, again, we met him, so we know him. But mm -hmm. to me, it came across as very genuine that he right. really, really was sorry for how he acted and his outbursts. So, right. you know, what was your take on it, bro? I'm going to pass it to you. Same, same as you, um, you know, like I said, because we've interacted with him, seeing that side of him was like, oh, okay, hold on now. Yeah. I, 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 I didn't see this uh -huh. in you yeah. before. Um, and so that was interesting. But like you said, uh, to me, it felt like he had the most sincerest uh, apology that I have right. seen in this type of situation. Uh, it just seemed like so many of the other people were like, oh, I'm sorry I did it, the other person didn't get hurt, so okay. Yeah, let's so let's moving. move on, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I think what the big topic is gonna be here is the ATP. The ATP is starting to get a lot of heat now on you guys didn't do anything with, first of all, we haven't seen anything reserved on the whole domestic abuse thing. Correct. Then we haven't, then we saw like the little tap on the shoulder for him with the whole uh, trying to uh, cut the uh, umpire's foot off. <laughs> and then Kyrgios, when he was yeah. in Indian Wells, you know, yeah. he just gave him a little pat on the butt. You know, a lot of people were not happy that Jensen uh, Brooksby wasn't defaulted out of the tournament. Right. Um, and so I think, you know, the ATP is going to have to come and set a, a harder standard here, um, uh, uh, you know, put out more consequences for people doing this. Because if as long as all you get is kind of like the whole probation and don't do it again and whatever, yeah. whatever, whatever that, ain't on the, that ain't to turn nobody. Ain't going to do nothing to nobody. They need that, to actually just start kicking them folks out. And it's like I said, as much as we love Jensen, Jensen should have been ejected from this tournament, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. As much mm -hmm. as I like him, he should have been ejected from this tournament. Nick Kyrgios, same, with all of the antics at Indy Wells, go and get out. There needs to <laughs> right. be, they're, they're just, I just feel like there needs to be a little bit of a stronger consequence, like you, exactly what you just said. Because right, right now, right. it's like, if you're going to tap somebody on the hand and they're making millions of dollars, they're going to keep doing what they're doing. They're not, that's right. not enough for them to modify their behavior. They've mm. got to do, do more. Have right. to do more. I totally agree. And I think that is an amazing segue as we talk about behavior 
Oh God. To our final topic of the night. Oh, put on your seatbelts, y'all. <laughs> Just put them on. Just put them on, y'all. All right. So I want to start off with this. I thought Venus and Serena both looked amazing Ooh. at the Oscars last night. I love that they kicked off the show with Beyonce at the in Compton with the tennis court. I mean, Oh, what, stellar. What, how much stellar. better could that have been? It, it, it couldn't get any better. I had chills during that entire first segment. For, and, and, you know, and you, we love the sisters. But I tell you what, it, it, Venus was like, you know what? I'm going to take it just that little level higher because I'm going to give you all of this. I'm going to give you all of this. Right. Tease my hair in the back a little bit. What? Tease it up a little bit. Venus was looking like an empress up in there, y'all. She was looking right. like a straight, straight queen. Queen right. of Egypt queen. I, I, they did her right. Now, don't get me right. wrong. Serena looked good. Serena looked oh, yeah. oh, she yeah. looked damn good. But but Venus Venus stole the show in my opinion. She looks right. so good, man. Yeah, she she looked great. Yeah. And then of course Beyonce did what Beyonce does, right? <laughs> she, exactly. I mean, she came out and slayed it with the, the all the yellow, and you see the content Killing in it. the back, Killing and it the with dancers. the the girls on the the horse riding there with the bees. Right. I was like, yeah, come on, B, come on, B. That day rep. Presented, and I just thought I was like, let me just sit on down here because this is about to be a historic night. Little did I know, <laughs> and it was <laughs> how historic it was going to be. Glorious but Jesus. I said, let me go ahead and sit down and get ready for this thing, right? Yes. So, okay, let's set the scene as if everybody doesn't already know the deal, right? Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. we have Chris Rock up there, right? And he's getting ready to, you know, he's doing his part. He's doing his job. He's a comedian. He's going to come out there. He's going to roast a few uh, celebrities in the audience. And then he's going to do his whole, you know, uh, giving out the, the presentation for the documentary right. award. Best right. documentary. Because we can't forget that. Can't forget that. We talk about that. Exactly. So, you know, and let me just speak from my perspective, okay? So I'm watching it, and he cracks the G.I. Jane joke. Yeah. And I started laughing because it was funny to me because, first of all, I thought Jada looked amazing, right? Absolutely. Uh, um, and when I looked at her, and it wasn't just the short cropped hair. It was also the high collar green thing. She looked I mean, good. It, it was the whole look that reminded me of like a, uh, a G.I. Jane, right. right? Right. So personally, I don't know. I didn't know the whole thing about her autoimmune Neither did deficiency I. or the alopecia. Alopecia, or, yeah. I, yeah, I, I guess Ari I don't. Arietta or yeah, alopecia yeah. arietta. I, I don't follow Jada like that, so right. I, I, I didn't know. So right. I, that didn't even cross my mind. But I did see that look she gave yeah. after he made that comment, right? Yeah. So then, you know, so he continues on, and I'm not thinking anything, you know, crazy. And then, you know, we see Will walk up. And... I'm like, okay, I'm thinking that this is something planned and exactly. staged I thought it was staged. And whatever. I thought right? it was staged. So he walks up, and honestly, to be very, like, it was a very Hollywood thing to do, right? The whole dramatic slap thing. And so when I saw it, I even laughed at that. I thought it was because fake. I, I, I thought I, it was staged. I, I thought it was, was part of the show, right? Yep. And until. Then, <laughs> yes, until Will goes they back saw to the his mouth. seat and I saw what his mouth was saying. Mm -hmm. And you know, they had a whole lot of mouth readers in that room that yeah. night, right? <laughs> yes, they did. Come Even on. though they didn't really need it because they heard it all. Yeah, yeah. And so when I saw what his mouth said. Yeah, I was like, that's no joke. Because you don't say right. that to nobody when you when you when you joking is ha ha, but when you tell somebody not to put somebody's name in your mouth, right, in your effing mouth, or keep their name out your effing mouth, right. That's that's a when you say that, yep, it's it's on, it's right. On. 
And then we really knew what was up when they cut away and did the whole Oscars <laughs> thing. I was like, oh, okay. I was like, we, no. We, we have a, I can't use the term I want to use on this show, but if you watch the boondocks, it was a <laughs> moment. It was a moment, moment that happened, yes. right? Yeah. <laughs> and so I was <sighs> like, okay, so what I did is, thank gosh, it's 2022 and Twitter is alive and well. Yes, yes. So I get out there on Twitter and all the other countries are like, they didn't bleep it out over here. Here it is. And so watching the whole thing, it was like, yep. And, 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 and I'm, I'm going to stop there because like I told you earlier, Isaac. Yeah. I think all for the majority of last night, I was just kind of in shock. Uh, it, it didn't really, it, 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 yeah. I didn't really get a hold of how I truly felt about the situation and probably until this morning. So mm. those were just all of my initial reactions when I first saw what happened. What did you, what did you go through? Yeah, I, I was immediately, once I realized, again, when I saw his mouth and what he said, I immediately was shocked and I developed a big, just, <sighs> It was just like someone punched me in the gut, if I'm being very honest with you. Um, <laughs> so many emotions went through me. Um, anger, confusion, disappointment. Um, I, I, it, it's hard to even, yeah, I, it was just, and, and mind you, once he kind of got up, it, well, he won, and then he kind of said his speech, I was kind of like, Okay, I, maybe I feel a little better, but I really don't. Right. Um, it, it, like I said, Bryce, there's so many layers. It's like an onion, and there's so many things about it that are are just so disappointing to me. Uh -huh. um, I don't, you know, really. I'm 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 really not going to try and not say a lot in past you, and I don't want to be overly dramatic, but. When you are on the biggest stage, pretty much in the world, these are the Oscars. The Oscars seen around the world. And you, and I'm, I'm sorry, y'all, but I'm just going to be transparent and tell you how I feel. When you, as, a, as an African-American male, knowing that this is comedy, there are jokes, blah, blah, blah. But when you are on that type of a stage and to, to, to not have enough self-control to be able to, he just, he assaulted somebody, bro. I mean, that, that it, 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 and then you see, I hate saying this. People wonder why, you know, folks be like, oh, I'm afraid of the black man. Oh, they're so angry. They're so, you got one of our top entertainers that can't even hold back his, he, like I said, he assaulted somebody. And I'm just not that, I'm not that one. I don't, I don't like the whole violence thing. You know, for me, yeah, I've been in a couple tussles, but that was when I was back in grade school. I don't believe in that stuff, man. And if, and if anything, if you are going to swing on somebody, don't do it in the, <laughs> <laughs> like and, you, the, and and like Diddy said, handle that, handle that shit off camera. Right. If you had that big of an issue with Chris Rock, y'all y'all get down when the camera's off, and y'all could throw down to 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 all of your you know blooded up, and it don't even matter to me. I don't care at that point. Uh -huh. But when you are on a national stage, it, it just to me. <laughs> See, that's why I can't even talk about this, man. I was so disappointed and so discouraged and so angry and so I, I just I don't even know that I can even say that I'm a fan of Will Smith anymore at this point. If I'm being very honest with you, he tainted everything. He tainted that movie. He tainted just what Venus, Serena, uh, Isha, Orsine, Richard, all of them, what they honestly should have been able to enjoy it's now tainted with that. 
And speaking like you were thinking, I'm going to pass it over to you. The quest love thing, that, that pissed me off. Because if y'all don't know about the Summer of Soul, that is a documentary. I mean, it's something that, again, it's this, this musical thing that had been in the archives forever because folks just simply, it was just black thing. So they just didn't want to deal with it. So it was pushed to the side. And it took Quest Love being able to go through the archives and pull that, that beautiful kind of Woodstock or what have you event for black folks get that out there and he wins an award for it and it gets completely overshadowed. I know a majority of the people who were watching the Oscars didn't even understand right. the significance of that. Right. I, Bryce, I'm gonna pass it to you because I could speak on this for days. <laughs> I am so, so livid and so angry. I honestly could not even sleep well that night, uh, last night. I just, and right now it's just one of those things that's bubbling my spirit. I'm going to close it, pass it to you. I would love to get your thoughts. Because, y'all, we haven't talked about this. We, right. we, we knew we were going to make this a segment and talk about it. I don't know how Bryce feels. Bryce, I'm going to pass it to you. Okay. So I just saw a question um, come across the screen that said, you know, was it okay for Chris Rock to make fun of Jada's appearance? For anybody who has watched the Oscars for five minutes across the gazillion of years it's been on. That's what they do. That's what they do. There has been so much worse stuff said over the years by that Ricky Gervais guy. And, uh, I mean, that's why they bring the comedians in there to do that. All right. Those celebrities know what the deal is, and my the way I interpreted it, because once again, I didn't know anything about Jada's background. I thought she wore the short hairstyle because she was being stylish, and I thought it looked good. That same as me. But when you looked at her at a snap, and he made the G.I.J. reference, it was funny because, like I said, it wasn't just about the hair. It was the high-collared green outfit that she had on. It was the whole look. Now, granted, she was sensitive about it, and, and now that I learn more about what her background is, I can understand how, why she felt that way, but at the end of the day, if you look at what he said, he didn't mention anything about her hair. He was talking about the overall look, which included more than the hair. And he even said to Will after he got slapped, he said, it was a G.I. Jane joke. You know? Um, so I do think, understandably so, that she was sensitive about it. But Jada is not the person I have the issue with. The per and, and I actually don't have an issue with Chris because I have watched the Oscars for years and I've seen them roast people and that comes along with the territory. Those people get compensated a lot of money to get roasted in these type of events. So it's part of, it comes along with the territory. Now, Will, whether he was feeling anxious about the award or there were other things going on, I think that he may have been in a different space because I'm trying to give him the benefit of the doubt because one of the things you guys know is we've done this whole behind-the-scenes series on King Richard. And so we have talked to people who have worked with Will from the very start of this project, and I tell you, the stories they have told us about Will, you're just like, he was a godsend to this project. You know, he was a godsend to this project. So when he ended up, uh, and I see what people are saying, you don't make fun of somebody with a debilitating disease. Once again, I think that's taking it another level. He was, I think Chris was very surface level with the G.I. Jane look. He, he did not go into her hair or her cut or anything like that, right? Um, and, she, and, and so where I became 
upset, and this kind of transitioned into the next day for me, was the fact of what you were saying, Isaac. Number one, okay, let me say this. Number one, what it showed me is that in Hollywood, when you think about the very seasoned professional uh, that was, um, I guess, an elder statesman in the community, like a Denzel or a Tyler Perry or a Samuel Jackson, none of them would have done that. None of them would have done what Will Smith did which is to go and to put his hands on somebody on a globally telecast, another black man, a globally telecast event, right? Over a joke, right? Like I was saying about Osaka before, learn to use your power. Will Smith is a very powerful person in Hollywood. If, if he wanted to get back at Chris, he could have took out a page editorial in the New York Times. He could have addressed him backstage at an after party. It's a lot of different ways he could have done that. Now, granted, I've been guilty of being very reactionary and regretting some things that I've done in the past, right? So I, so I don't fault Will for that. But what became clear to me is that Will is not in the same spot as those other people that I named. And what bothered me the most were the people that were affected by his selfish actions. Mm -hmm. I'm tired of the Williams family not getting their due because something else is blunting the situation. This movie that got six nominations and will won Will won. He won. Best actor for the role of King Richard, of Richard Williams. Right? This should have been the most prestigious acknowledgement of Richard Williams, period. Even greater than being in the International Tennis Hall of Fame. Right. You know what I'm saying? I because we, we, we know what it takes to get into that <laughs> all right so how many people in the tennis world have this kind of acknowledgement crossing over into hollywood right so number one it annoyed me that once again a time they, they should have been completely exalted right because of his actions yeah. now they lose that the quest love thing and you know how much i love quest love yes i mean I felt like, and Questlove is like somebody, once again, the, the Williams family and Questlove, neither one of them may ever be in this situation again. Correct. And instead of being able to look back fondly on this or see the footage back on this or this was a highlighting in my career, it is always going to be marred by his decision to get out of his seat and to go and to do some Hollywood dramatic open-handed slap to Chris Tucker. I mean, I, I, Chris, Rock. Chris Rock, sorry, to <laughs> yeah. Chris Rock on the stage. Now, but let's, but let's while, be clear, Bryce. It wasn't just an open-handed slap. It was assault. Call it what oh, it yeah, is. Oh, yeah, it was assault. It was assault. Now, let me tell you the one thing of everything that I've just mentioned that annoyed me. The thing that pissed me off the most, and I'm still mad over it, mm -hmm. is when Will got up in his acceptance speech and tried to imply that his time or what he's learned from Richard Williams about fiercely defending your family in any way explains what he did that night. Now, I've watched a lot of film on Richard Williams, because there's a lot of film on him. There's a and lot I've seen of him film. talking mad noise. We saw him dress down that reporter when he was getting on <laughs> Venus Williams. What yep. I have not seen is a video where Richard Williams put his hands on somebody. That, I haven't. I, now, granted, maybe y'all have seen it, and, I and I'm, I, I'm like, I'm out on this. 
So you just have to let me know. Maybe that's out there. But I thought that was despicable of Will Smith to try to act like Richard, something he learned from Richard Williams is what inspired him to go up there and to slap Chris uh, Rock. It, look, yeah, I wish, I actually hope that Richard Williams sent him a text message or picked up the phone and called him last night and said, you a, you a grown man, you do what you want to do, but you keep my name, <laughs> name out your out mouth. Your mouth. <laughs> Yep. You know, yep. I thought that was I thought that was horrible uh, of what he did, and and once again, I just think it discredited what should have been the maybe the pinnacle moment of his career, of his professional career, the pinnacle moment for the Williams family, a pinnacle moment for tennis and Hollywood, a pinnacle moment for blacks at the Oscars and, and Hollywood, uh, a pinnacle moment for, uh, for Chris Love. I, all of that. Mm -hmm. I, I, if I, yeah, if I, I see the loves that are coming in because it's, it's the truth, y'all. It's just, uh, like I said, I told you before this, I was like, ooh, I don't want to talk about this, but I know it needs to be talked about, but it, it's, it's just an extremely, extremely disappointing thing it, it, it was it, all across the board it was just completely disappointing i just i hated seeing it 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 it, it, it hurt my heart to be very honest with you um right. so i i just i i don't i don't like violence of that sort in any way any way right. shape or form um it just there's no place for it and I, I, like I said, I can appreciate the fact that you felt that you were, you know, protecting your family, defending your honor, but you, you don't go put hands on somebody. I would have been even mm. okay if he had just stood up and said what he said, but you don't go and put a hand on anybody. I don't no, mind if you stand no. up and say, keep, your, keep my wife's name out your effing mouth. I don't mind that. Say that. But don't walk up on a stage where a global stage and lay hands on somebody. I'm sorry. In any I, case, that, that is simply unacceptable. Right. And let me add this piece, because this is where I kind of got some clarity this morning that I maybe did not have last night. I've watched this thing so many times and so many different angles and just I could probably see the whole thing in my mind clearly. The thing that I have to give Chris Rock credit for is that although he was clearly shaken, because you could tell he was he was shaken and he was kind of jumbling his words there for a minute and the mm -hmm. whole nine, he was like, he tried to keep his professionalism. And he turned and he tried to get back on track. He even tried to make a little joke about it, keep it going. Because we know, we know that every brother up there wouldn't have done that right well there, had, there, there may yeah. would have been a real moment <laughs> up there if it had been some other people that well first of all i don't think will would have gone and smacked a bunch of other people well i and, think and, because and, there is history but, yeah and, and that's where i was gonna go to and that is the reason why i don't know that i can take chris rock completely off the hook here because to me and again, like you said, evaluating the whole situation. They grew, they came up in the comedy game. They know comedy. Right. Mm -hmm. There must, must be some seriously delicate history there. Because mm -hmm. I wonder if you had someone else come up and say something like that, if Will would have reacted the same way. I have a feeling that there's some serious black, bad blood there. And... Yeah, I, I just feel like there's a bit more to their history and to the story that led up to to this. I don't feel like this is just one of those once in one time things mm -hmm. where, oh, Chris, you know, Chris Rock just happened to be, um, you know, you know, at the Oscars and he makes this joke about Jada. Right. I know. I, I think they grew up around that same time. They both kind of are in that comedy lane. I have a feeling that something had gone down between them that we just don't know about. And I feel like that then was that 
you know how they say that just takes that little that last little thing the needle you know mm-hmm. just to push it over i think that right. that is really what happened so i personally am also still holding chris rock a little bit on the hook for this because i feel like if you know that you don't have good blood with somebody mm-hmm. you know that you might want to but again like you said and i and i still agree with what you're saying it's the Oscars, it's comedy, people roast. Right, right. It's, it's like, it, it's what right. happens. Right. But in, in the back of my mind, I'm like, what would drive me to be that mad to get up on a global stage and actually physically assault someone? There must be history there. So and, I, and I don't, and here's my thing. I yeah. don't care if there's history there. They can be yeah. history all day long there. Right. That just, <laughs> that, do you know how many times history drives what you actually end up seeing in art? I mean, that is not a new concept. What the issue is, what, what Chris said did not throw the Oscars off last night. Oh, no. What threw no, no, the no. Oscars off last night was Will's reaction. Right. And if Will, once again, if you put, I think if you put any <laughs> other person that we kind of hold in high esteem as the black males in Hollywood, yep. the the Denzels, the Samuel Jacksons, the Tyler Perrys. Oh, don't think they not going to address the situation and handle it, but they don't do that because they understand the environment. They understand the situation and they understand how it looks and the repercussions. Mm -hmm. My disappointment is in how will handled the situation. Now, if Chris Rock was over there slapping and back slapping uh, Jada across the head and was physically assaulting her, different situation. Word from a comedian on the Oscar stage, there's nothing that Chris should have been able to say that had will to get up out of the seat. And it, no, 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 I, I, want to, I want to make sure that we, we are clear I wasn't saying that that was a reason at all. I was saying that I'm just saying that there must be history. Oh, no, no. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. And I'm being clear that I'm not holding something on Chris Rock because Chris Rock was doing his job. My issue is not with what he said. My issue is with Will's actions, which are independent of whatever Chris said. Because in light, in lieu of Chris Rock going out and physically assaulting Jada, Right. which would then justify a physical intervention. Nothing that he said on that stage should have had, in Will's mind, made him think, I'm going to get up. And it wasn't, a, it wasn't a short walk. So I'm thinking about this the whole time. I'm going to get up, and I'm going to walk all the way up there. I'm going to give him this big Hollywood dramatic open-handed slap and then walk back and take my seat and know that ain't nothing's going to happen to me. Right. Right. My issue is with will, you know, people. And, and, and you know, there's another thing that I think that Kathy Griffin said, she okay. said it potentially sets a bad precedent, right? Now, is it like open season that anytime a comedian says something that you don't like that you can get up and go physically put your hands on them? Right. Uh, are we saying that's okay? Because as of right now, the only punishment it looks like we'll receive from doing that is getting an Academy Award and going and getting jiggy with it at an after party. You know? So I just... It, it, it's, it's a sad situation for so many people. And it's mostly sad for the people that had nothing to do with it. Correct. You know, mostly sad for them. I just, uh, you know, Richard and the whole Williams family and Questlove and black folks in America. (laughs) Just, so I'm seeing somebody saying there will be consequences, but we don't. Well, I will tell you this. There is a public perception thing, right? There are a lot of people that feel the way Isaac does, right? Like violence is just not acceptable in any situation unless it's a violent situation, right? I mean, and 
will introduce <laughs> violence. Yep. Yeah, it's it's a sad situation. I mean, so um, I, I, I see you, <laughs> I see all of your comments coming through. Uh, and yes, at the end of the day, it was a, a really bad look. But um, you know, I just you know, it's easy to, from the from the couch to say what you would have done or what's easy to do, especially when emotions are tied up in it and everything. But, you know, just I just really wish Will had handled that situation in any way other than putting his hands on somebody. Correct. You know, so. Um, we are coming actually to about the last six or seven minutes that we have. Um, any other thoughts on that? Not for me. Nope. Nope. Um, well, from, from those of you that are out there, I'm scrolling through your, um, they're saying you think uh, the questions out here. Do you think he should get punished? I mean, I don't even know what they would do. I mean, right. because Chris Rock obviously did not press charges, which Correct. was you know once again I think uh, good for him not to do that, not to go that route, even though he could have. Yep. Yep. Um, so since there's not a legal thing to pursue, um, the Oscars. There's a precedent set precedent set that they don't do anything, you know, whether it's Harvey Weinstein or whether it's that Roman Pulaski guy or whatever. So if they were to do something to Will, then, then that's a whole nother issue. Because now it's like, well, why didn't you do something to these other men who did way worse? Right than will so well i i think that's kind of all we have here um we just wanted to share with you guys our thoughts on the situation because we definitely had feelings about it okay then all righty well we will uh you know uh we will have another episode out next monday and um, we will uh, talk to you then. Hopefully everyone be well. All right. Bye-bye. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.